remember like there was like a period like a couple months ago where Andrew Tate was just posting pictures of himself with like anime girls. Wait, really? No. I thought that was Elon's thing. No, no, yeah, like um, yeah, shit like this basically. Well, like the old like Facebook hover hand. Yeah, you know, literally. Wait. Oh, that's so funny. These are yeah, these are <laughs> real images. These aren't photoshopped either. He was posting these to his own <laughs> these Twitter aren't account. Photoshopped. No, well, the, you know what I mean. <laughs> no, these God. are real. Those yeah, are, these are his real. girls. Yeah. <laughs> Where are these girls from? Are they like I, from like a dating sim? I have no idea. They very well could just be like AI generated. Um, the first two kind of look like they'd be from like a gacha game or yeah, something. Right? Yeah, right. Like... And the third one looks like something completely different. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can tell because she doesn't have the anime legs. She doesn't have the anime legs. Just him and his girl What's by his, his game by his ride. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's just like, oh yeah, you know, super masculine <laughs> guy with, with anime girls. I don't these are real. These are real. Like I um. Let me see if I could find like the actual. Andrew like, Tate loves the quintuplets. That's a quintuplets girl, right? Is it? I feel like this has she to be one of those like things where like it, people it are sending like him shit color. or something. Yeah. Like, so like, nope. like, I can't imagine unless he just like I don't know when he went to jail he just like went fucking insane. Does Tate like anime? Probably not. I feel like this has to just be for attention, which we're now giving to him several months after the fact, but. Who cares? You're, Tate you're believes that art, the art form of anime is only watched by losers. I mean, check out. What's his endgame here, then? <laughs> what did he mean by this? Is he, is he just desperate? Yeah, he tweeted, if you are over 15 and like cartoons, you are a loser. Anime, Dragon Ball Z, etc. No excuse. Plus, any woman res- loses respect for you. Grow up. <laughs> I guess it's fitting that he adds like the 15 year old caveat then because I can't see anyone taking him seriously above the age of 15. He's retweeting these things out, by the way. This is okay. This is August 27th. (laughs) Oh, he replied to it being saying specifically anime. South Park is funny and Simpsons is fucked, but popular, whatever. Anime is for losers. Oh, I'm glad that he added that caveat, you know, because, yeah, anime and cartoons are very are completely different. One's cool. The other is lame. <laughs> yeah. So what we're trying to say is we, uh, Andrew <laughs> Tate, let us on your podcast. We'd love to come on and talk oh about my anime. God. Mm-hmm. Can we get Andrew Tate on the podcast <laughs> next? See, I feel like I feel like we need to balance. We had FD on, so now we just got to get Andrew Tate. Yeah, there you go. Slowly (laughs) swing the pendulum radically. Mr. Beast, he also likes anime. Yeah, we we just brand ourselves as the radical centrist anime podcast. (laughs) (laughs) We bring on these controversial figures, but we will only talk about anime. (laughs) So that's how you really bridge the gap. So yeah. Um, Welcome to the Weeb Crew Podcast. I'm your host, Psyotic. I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Mumi. Hi. And our guest today is Inaku. Hello. Thank you for having me. I'm sure people know who you are, but for those who do not, <laughs> what what kind of channel do you have? Um, I make, I like to say anime commentary. I guess or vlogs. I don't. I don't really know, honestly. I 
I want to just be a general anime channel. A lot of people know me from my uh, takes and explanations on women and females in anime. I've <laughs> kind of sort of, I don't know. I feel like there's like this weird connotation with because I talk about gender in anime. There's like, I'm the femcel Annie Duber, but like, yeah. <laughs> I'm not, I swear. You gotta, you gotta talk about something else. You gotta talk about. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, you know, I'm now becoming the Gojo girl. Which, what, what's worse? Who knows? I guess in the on the subject of content creation, I saw in one of your videos you you said you went to film school. I did. You can kind of, you can kind of tell. I feel like from your videos, like, uh, I watched like the Gojo one you did. And like the little skit at the beginning, I feel oh, like yeah. you can tell. <laughs> that feels very, very much like something that you would have to have gone. Have to know like how to use school. a camera for. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I've been doing YouTube or like, quote unquote, doing YouTube. Like I've been posting and like a lot of random stuff since I was like little. I had a, like I posted like the worst things like. One Direction things uh, and growing up and eventually I was like, I really like making videos. And I told my parents I wanted to study film because that was the only thing that I knew that I was good at. And so I went to school and the plan was to like for me to like move to L.A. after graduating and then like trying to see like if I could do anything. And then COVID happened and mm. I started posting YouTube videos during the pandemic and I made one video about anime and now I'm an anti-tuber. So <laughs> how do you how do you so I guess to tie the film school back into anime, how do you feel like do you think you learned quite a bit from like film school that you kind of apply to like anime consumption and like analysis? Oh yeah. I'm very I'm a very like active watcher, but I feel like anybody that like likes anime well, maybe not i don't know because especially with like you need to read subtitles i feel mm. like if you watch anime you're a much more active watcher than most yeah. people i guess because like you have yeah. to read it and like comprehend and like process what's going on and like yeah you're a lot more think. like locked in yeah i don't know if i <laughs> i don't know if people necessarily True. Use their brain outside of uh, reading the subtitles sometimes. <laughs> but yeah, I'd say so. Um, storytelling is like, doesn't matter where, like, if it's like animated, if it's in a different language, making a good show or movie has definitely, I don't know, it, it, it's all, it's the same language to me. There, there are some universal kind of things, definitely. Yeah. So, so well, uh, you were an anime fan before you got into college, though. Yes, I've been. I I was doing the Naruto run in school, and stuff, <laughs> like, so did, so did anime like influence your your decision to go into film school at all? Um, I don't think so but i think anime influenced me in um how i tell stories or if like i ever did like i think it just influenced my taste in a lot of things mm. Mm. um 
I watched, I don't know, outside of like growing up and watching Disney Channel or something, anime was like where I'd watch like Death Note. And that's like, it's it's pretty mm-hmm. dark for like a middle schooler. It like stuff like um, Soul Eater and like all that stuff. Like that's where I was able to kind of like, I'm like, oh my God, this is. This is writing in a way. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, it's it's one of those things where it's like it's it's more serious than like I guess a lot of like you know media for like teenagers coming yeah. out you know, in the U.S. But mm-hmm. it's also not like so it's not like uh, something so serious, so intellectual that you would like kind of like lose your ability to understand it. Like I remember watching as a kid, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. As oh like, yeah, that's my dad's favorite movie. Yeah, I remember just not understanding anything about the movie or what the hell was going on. But I feel, you know, with because like well, with anime, you know, you can kind of have stuff that's more serious and then still be able to wrap your developing brain around what the like plot even is. Mm-hmm. Or, like the themes and ideas that it's trying to communicate. Whereas like, I don't know if you showed like, come and see to an impressionable 14 year old, they'd probably both be <laughs> maybe bored and like just confused and then probably be making really edgy jokes at like people being burned alive. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not I don't know. I guess yeah. It's like it was like the first uh type of I guess watching visual medium that like took its audience seriously that I watched, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Instead of like laugh track Laugh track. Second this is Cody. when you, this is when you laugh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Family Guy cutaway gag. Basically. Well, anime is no. like it's interesting because like you get you get into anime and it's it is markedly different than Western media. Mm-hmm. Um it definitely yeah. like kind of is gonna present like a, a perspective that's disconnected from what you're gonna encounter in your not only like your everyday life, but like in just general media that you're going to be consuming in the west definitely like i don't know now that i think about it it's like would they show chainsaw man on like toonami like it's so funny you say that right because i was at walmart a while back and walmart has manga quote unquote but it's in like Mm -hmm. their very very small literature section and it's just like chainsaw man is there and it's in like like just like this young adult thing, like young adult section. It's clearly very very broad, it's <laughs> like the media that's on there. Because and I shit you not, Chainsaw Man was right next to the latest volume of Diary of a Wimpy Kid. <laughs> wow, <laughs> which is not only still coming out. That's surprising, hey, but it's are also geared like, towards young boys. Yes, but I feel like I feel like it, uh, even then I remember like seeing like um, in like my local library once uh, there was just a cop a copy of like the first volume of Berserk just sitting like next to like a copy of Yotsuba and being like, that's a bad idea. And I feel like as a moral responsibility, as an adult, I probably should have moved it or like done something to make it like put it on a higher shelf so a five-year-old couldn't reach it. Nah. It's fine. I just, I just, I just left it there. And it's like, nah, you know what? That'll be an info hazard that someone else is like, so, like a parent can deal with. 
you flip through Yotsuba, see her kind of just moving in, having a good time with her dad. You flip through Berserk, you see Guts clapping cheeks. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> there's also tomato. There's also, tomato. There, there, thing. there's actually a really funny like uh, like local news story as well of like I think it was like an element like a middle school, elementary school, something like seventh grader, something someone in that age brought home like a volume of uh, Dragon Maid. And the parents oh, really? were like, this is inappropriate. I remember So they that. just like took it back. And, it, and I think the schools, this is how much of a non-story it was, by the way. I have, it must have been a slow news day for this local TV network. But the school's response was just like, yeah, it's, that's fine. We just leave it up to the parents to curate what their kids read. Completely like normal response. And I guess now we have to run that on TV because no one got shot today. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Um, but you, you mentioned uh, how should I hear Hidden Dragon being your dad's favorite movie. You mentioned in a video that you watched anime originally with your dad. Mm-hmm. What kind of like was he introducing? Did he originally introduce you to anime? He did. Um, before, like when I was a, like a toddler, um, I didn't know how to read, but he'd put on Ghibli movies, and they were Japanese. Um, no English dub yet, and he would read me the subtitles um, oh. when I was little, and I loved Spirited Away, and then um, he also had, uh, he showed me Akira at a young age. Oh, God. <laughs> um, in the Philippines, there was this show, Fushigi Yugi, that like was really, mm. really popular. But and my dad didn't know what it was, but he knew like that was the show that everyone was talking about for some reason. And without like watching it, he bought the entire like box set. And it's a romance isekai um, or I, I think it's shoujo. And he he didn't watch it. He watched like the first few episodes and was like, this is not my thing. <laughs> but and no. Yeah, um, but when I got older, like I watched it and I loved it. And mm. so now, now they're mine. Um, and one of his other favorite shows was Oh My, oh My Goddess, I guess. And he um. also had the box set and I watched that with him. And no, he he very much uh, was a big contributor to who now not look at what you did, Dad. I make anime content. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying your dad was an OG? Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, He's one of the real ones. So for Shigi Yugi, would that have been like your like introduction to like uh, shoujo anime? Yes, definitely. <laughs> Did you realize anything was different when you first watched it? Like something about this is is unlike the other anime I've, I've seen. Um, I mean. I feel like I there could be a difference in like Ghibli and oh and yeah, like yeah, definitely. Like, um, the first episode is kind of like, I mean, like, like she gets isekai'd, and the moment she lands there, they're trying to like slave trade her, like become <laughs> oh. like a, like a and it's like, Just but they don't right do it, the but like they're insinuating a lot, yeah. yeah. And there are some scenes, like, of course, it's anime, like, the girls get naked, hot spring stuff, but, 
Um, I don't know. I never thought it was weird, I guess. Hmm. Well, how much or anime I cared have you more... seen by that point, I guess? Like, were you, were, you, were you into anime by that point? No, I don't think so. No, not at all. Like, I was still very young. The only other anime, I guess, technically would be Pokemon. <laughs> like, no, okay. That's interesting. Then Pokemon and Fushigi Yugi. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I guess if you're young, like, I mean, you would be pretty accepting of just about anything you're watching. If you're yeah. young enough, right? Like, the Hot Springs episode's not going to stand out. You're just be like, oh, they're going... To a hot spring, I guess. Basically, <laughs> and ooh, she the boy was peeking, and so she kicked him. Anyway, mm-hmm. go back to the romance. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I didn't really become like I. It was just a, a, it was a, any other show to me. Um, but I didn't like realize what anime I think or like the anime community, the anime culture, and everything was until middle school. Like th- this was mm-hmm. probably still like early grade school when I was watching it. Hmm. Have you seen it since or like read it since? Uh, no, so kind of. I rewatched it so much growing up that now I want to revisit it. And maybe I think I'd make a video on it eventually. That would be an interesting video. Pushing mm-hmm. Yugi is problematic. <laughs> Slave trade. <laughs> Mumi and I, uh, this Saturday, we're going to be watching, um, a childhood anime of both of ours called Scamper the Penguin. Oh gosh. Oh. Uh which is like a Soviet a Soviet J- Japanese co-production. co-production. Yeah. About a bunch of penguins. So it was like a three episode OVA that got two different dubs in English. And I we both watched the dub that turned it into a musical for some reason. A musical? Think, yeah, it's really Really strange. I think we probably just both watched it because we both had it on VHS and didn't literally have anything else to watch at the time. Oh, I had plenty to watch. But I, oh. I had like a huge. I watched this VHS by choice. Collection. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, technically, but like I'll, I would have been so young. It's just like, oh, there's funny penguins on the front. <laughs> Let's watch this funny penguin movie. Yeah. Yeah. No, I literally did not realize that it was anime up until. Right around the time I think we started this podcast, and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> what is this anime? It was literally this podcast. <laughs> yeah, you realize. Um, yeah, no, it, I feel like there. It sounds like you didn't really have like a show that acted as like the turning point. It was just like maybe just the general community. Oh, whereas, there... like, wait for what? For like what made you realize like what anime kind of was Soul as like its eater. own something. Would you say that was like your your turning point show or whatever? Well, hmm. Okay, Soul Eater is when I actually became like a weeb weeb. Mm-hmm. Like that's when I went online and I was like, I want to make my profile picture. <laughs> Soul, like I need to. I what? That was it. Let me. I need to read fan fiction. I need to go on and <laughs> I need to talk about it with someone. No, um, like that, that was my banner on Facebook. You know. Basically, um, but I also kind of knew anime because my cousins, um, who I saw like every other day, he was basically my older brother. Um, he was really, really into Naruto. Mm. Um, and so I'd watch it with him, but like I never really took it seriously. And then he'd have friends over and he's then they're all into Naruto. And I was like, I watch Naruto. And he's like, yeah, name more, name five characters. 
I'd be like, Naruto. Sakura, aside from Sakura and Sasuke. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, God, I, I don't know even know anything. if I could do that, though I haven't seen Naruto. <laughs> but it was like, I'm a, like, that was like the first time I was like, oh, you're a fake fan. And I wanted to fit in with them. And so then I watched Naruto when I got home. And then I immediately was like, I know the characters. And then they started making fun of me for watching it dubbed. And <laughs> then it just, I don't know. I, I wanted to fit in. It's a it's a weird kind of phenomena that people like feel the need to gatekeep in that way. <laughs> it's like name five characters. Name five I feel characters. Like, I wonder if that's like just like the method of like con- like database consumption that people have that like maybe not everybody like, like conforms to. You'd be a casual. You're yeah. casual. You can't name five Naruto You're a characters. Fake fan. Fake anime. We probably would be called. I probably would be called a fake anime fan because like, let me actually see. Okay, so I mean, besides like the main three, besides like Naruto, Sasuke, and Sakura, um, Jiraiya, Kakashi, mm-hmm. Orochimaru, mm-hmm. Kabuto. Ogara. There we go. Five. I did it. You got like yes. really niche ones too. Like. Kabuto? Like, what? Well, because I did... Okay, I did watch Naruto a little bit as a kid, and I just, like, thought Kabuto was, like, a cool character, and then he was like, oh, he's a traitor or whatever. I'm like, oh, not really that cool anymore. I don't even... I don't know what the hell happens with the rest of his character after that. It's just revealed, See? always like, working for Orochimaru, and I'm like, oh. Okay. So you gotta You gotta be like me and just hide your power level when you got into high school. <laughs> and then, like you had people that were like really into Naruto, and then you just pull rank on them, <laughs> even you though you didn't watch anime. Headband. <laughs> and they're like talking about Naruto. Like, oh yeah, well, can you name five characters? And they name like you know the the, the main like popular. You're just like, oh yeah, well, can you name Sakon and Yukon? Can you, <laughs> you know <who> Taiyuya is? <laughs> just like, what the fuck? Yeah, I feel I like know. I did do that at some point. But I've probably that, done that too. Um, maybe not in high school because I didn't really watch much anime in high school. Probably in college is when I when I maybe when I did. No, no one's ever like tried to. No one's ever tried to to like gatekeep me yet. Again, really hope it happens by pissing people off online. It's, it's, <laughs> it's got to happen eventually, and then I'm gonna be like, oh, you've made. <laughs> so they're like a uh, Netero and Hunter Hunter, and just like bad move, little ant. <laughs> <laughs> I want to experience being gatekept. Goddamn. It's it's weird because it's like you have to prove yourself and you're like, I'm a fan, I swear. It's yeah, it's 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 weird that like I feel like that doesn't exist. Maybe maybe with like others, like some niches. But in terms of just like general things, like are are you a real? I guess people probably also do like movies Uh, and stuff where it's like that happens. Yeah, that happens in like niche nerd cultures all the time. Yeah, I would say it's more of the. Uh, femme persuasion that gets gate kept that like that though. Yeah, 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 but yeah. Which there's not. We're not getting gate kept. Let's be real. <laughs> or, or, or if well, unless we, unless we start trying to introduce, you know, postmodern neo Marxist ideology into anime by saying oh, a character is trans. I don't know. I feel like I could just claim I like anything and some motherfucker just look at me like, yeah, you probably do. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you look Fuck like him. that kind yeah. of motherfucker. <laughs> look at him. Up. 
Jesus. I also oh. think that now today anime is like more uh, popular or like it's I think the yeah amount of people watching it like it's like the spectrum of anime watching is like really it's a lot wider. Yeah, I'd say it's like, yeah, you can. Yeah, you. It, of course, the only anime you've seen is Attack on Titan. That's fine. Yeah, you have people who have literally like just seen like stuff on Netflix, like Devil Man Cry Baby, Cyberpunk Edge, stuff they've like heard about being like, oh, this is really good. Check this out. Um, yeah. Whereas it's like, before, it's like you have to seek it out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is an interesting uh, a change. That I feel like, yeah, it's only happened over maybe like the past. 10 to 15 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're kind of behind with anime because, like, I feel like we're like at the point with anime now that like games were like fifteen years ago, where people started like playing like phone games, like Angry Birds or something. Mm-hmm. Where, like, when every when everyone started becoming a gamer, yeah, Candy Crush, yeah, I'm a gamer. <laughs> yeah, I play Wordle, Farmville with friends. Farmville. Plants versus zombies. Yeah, what was it? Clash of Clans. I distinctly remember people in high school being really goddamn annoying about like Clash of Clans. And then uh like the year I graduated high school, maybe like the when did Pokemon Go come out? That was like a fucking epoch moment, I feel. Oh yeah. I had a sense of gatekeeping in that. I was like, what? I I because like I I brought my DS to school growing up. Yeah. And like suddenly the people that would like side eye me was like, oh my god, I caught an EV or something, and I'd be like, ah, hello. I was catching EVs long before. I actually had a really surreal experience. I was on vacation in California, uh, and we were on like the Santa Monica Pier, and like Pokemon Go had like just come out like a couple days ago, and. I didn't have it on my phone. My sister didn't have it on her phone. We were just like walking down the pier and everyone was playing Pokemon Go. And it was like it was kind of like weird because we were the only ones who weren't. We're just like. This feels kind of creepy. I'm just trying to enjoy my vacation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It literally felt like one of those like like Facebook memes of like people being like, "Ah, modern society nowadays. Everyone's looking at their phone." But that's what it was. Everyone was like Black Mirror. Yeah, just on their phone playing Pokemon Go at the Santa Monica Pier. (laughs) Man, I remember I downloaded like a pirated version of Pokemon Go just to like download it early before it got released on like Whoa. oh it's a free it's a free mobile game why would you download a pirated version well, you wanted it because like the apk version like it came out in like other regions before or like mm-hmm. it was other regions or like it didn't come right. out on on android before yeah Apple something or like something. that yeah so i downloaded it like illegally to get it like early and then like i ended up not liking it at all i was like fuck this game fuck <laughs> this game i have to go outside and walk around Nah. Well, being in like okay, being in like rural Texas. Yeah, well exactly. There's not a lot to do on Pokemon Go. You're just like, oh, I got one stop. Let me just try <laughs> yeah. to catch a squirtle on my commute fucking out of the city. That's a, that's the funny thing about like that. Well, I guess the social aspect of all Pokemon games is I always felt excluded from them up until they, they started adding like like global like Wi-Fi based stuff. Is that I never had anyone to interact with to do like events or anything. So it's just like, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not going to fucking go walk around like r- rural Ohio with my phone out and probably get hit by a, <laughs> a 
hit by a pickup truck going like 60 miles in a 45 mile per hour country road? No. See, we already solved this problem back in the 90s. You just buy two copies of the game and just trade it with yourself. You just played Pokemon. I, did have a fr- I literally experience. did have a friend who would do that. And I was like, nah, I don't want to play the same game twice. Fuck that noise. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to play it all. No, but it's but it's like I would also need to get like two DSs, and I'm like, nah. You know, I don't think we've ever really talked about Pokemon on this podcast. We haven't. We're, we're a fake anime podcast. <laughs> we're <a> fake. <laughs> well, now you you've finally done the you can check market. Check market. I would like You're to do welcome. just a Pokemon episode at some point, <laughs> just because I feel like I could probably talk for a while about how much I hate Pokemon. What? I don't. I hate what. I hate, you hate what, what you don't is, understand. I hate what Pokemon has become. Essentially, because let's unpack that. All right. So, <laughs> like, spe- I'm specifically talking about the games because I feel like the way the mm-hmm. Pokemon franchise has been set up is that you have all of these different components. You have like the TV show, card game, whole bunch yeah. of fucking toys, all this stuff, and it is all yeah. dependent on the video games to come out on about a two year cycle. And every time, you know, it's a new generation and that allows them to basically refresh everything. They get new merchandise in, new things, you know, new TV show, um, new new cards, new toys, all that sort of stuff. And what that Mm -hmm. ends up doing is that the games now no longer have enough time to cook. So they end up just kind of coming out literally, yeah, just half-baked essentially, where it's like this... Yeah, this needed to stay in the oven, long, but it can't stay in the oven longer because Pokemon is like the they like highest like Christmas or by it's, it's, Thanksgiving. It's the highest valued franchise media franchise in the world. And it's all dependent on these games coming out on a regular like two year basis. So they can't take like the amount of time necessary to develop like a new Mario game or like a new like mainline Zelda game or anything like that. No. It needs to they need to like keep hammering them out. And I think the games end up suffering as a result. So I like Pokemon. Let me let me let me refer, let me walk back to the fact that I hate Pokemon. I like Pokemon. I hate the fact that the franchise has been set up in such a way that it severely kneecaps my favorite part of the franchise, which are the video games. Damn, I can't believe we got clickbait on my own podcast. I know, but you know what? <laughs> Now, now that you've unpacked it, I understand. Now, yeah. So, but you see, I already said you. I hate Pokemon. Everyone has left an angry comment, and then now that I've explained myself, no one will then delete their angry comment. <laughs> but that means engagement. So you did the job exactly. And then I'm going to clip <laughs> this. I'm going to put it in a YouTube God. short. It's going to get bada-bing, just 150,000 views, and we're going to literally title it "The Problem with Pokemon." Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, I, I I haven't liked the new Pokemon games since uh I think the last one I liked was Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. Mm. Which are just remakes of the old games, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I did well I did like X and Y. So I liked that kind of like generation, I guess. Uh I didn't like Sun and Moon though. Despite mm. looking forward to it and like thinking like, oh, it's gonna be like a fresh take on the formula. I ended up kind of feeling, I don't know. It felt too handholdy, I guess. I guess yeah. it didn't help that. That's fair. They're, they're like, they're gearing this series more younger in like how they think that 
kids mm-hmm. will engage with it, I guess. Yeah, I say I that because just... I engaged with it just fine on the Game Boy back at, when I was like seven. So it's not like that's how kids are going to engage with it. But you know sure, what? This but... is not a Pokemon podcast. It's not the Pokemon episode. You put Gojo on the thumbnail. Talk about <laughs> Jujutsu Kaisen. God damn it. Uh, can we can we talk about where our favorite Pokemon are? I don't know what my, what would I say my favorite Pokemon is. Oh, Mimikyu. Yeah, Mimikyu is awesome. <gasps> That's like, one of mine. And yeah. Inakyu is actually inspired uh, by my first name. Plus, I was gonna Mimikyu. I was gonna ask that. I was, I was like, it's a fifty fifty shot that it's either Mimikyu or like I don't know some kind of. <laughs> Derivative yeah. of like or, or something sound like cute. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Something like that. No, yeah, it's uh Sabrina plus Mimikyu, Inakyu. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Yeah. They, there we go. Literally talked about this last episode. People making screen names that are like similar <laughs> or like derivative of their like real name. You've been yeah, you've I- been vindicated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I out. specifically formulated mine because I was like before on YouTube and stuff I went by like my first and last name because that's what the YouTubers that I watched enjoyed mm-hmm. but then when I started when I made the one video on anime like it popped off I was like okay what do other people do in my niche or like I need mm-hmm. to appeal to nerds and shit and so I was like okay Aki dearest uh, Pokimane, Valkyrie, um, Mirachu. Yeah, Mirachu. Um, and so I was like, okay, I need to, I need to have a kawaii name. Yes. And so, yeah, hence Mirachu. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta start a podcast and hide my identity. <laughs> like I like, I like, yeah, how calculated that is. <laughs> I made a whole list and like sent them to like my friends and I was like, okay, which is the best? <laughs> and they were like, you're yeah. putting way too much thought into this. My favorite Pokemon's uh, probably no one guess would guess. It's just it's Shuckle though. Oh, that's a cute Pokemon. I have a, I have like one of those. I don't know if you saw like uh, the, the little plushes they made where they like rolled out like the all 150 yeah. Pokemon and then like they did the second generation and stuff. Mm-hmm. I got one of the shuckle ones when I was in Japan. Oh, oh my god, that's so cute! And it just it's, it hangs out of all my detail off and guards my figure shelf with its high defense. Keeps, stat. It, keeps it with its high defense stat. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody can come through. Mm. No one will ever break. See, I thought, my I thought you were going to say your favorite Pokemon was uh, Vaporeon. Oh, yeah. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I guess like it would match up as far as the uh, generation wise. Yeah. Uh, no, I would say like after Shuckle, it'd be like Squirtle. Squirtle was like my first. Squirtle's like, cool, specifically with the sunglasses. Yeah, specifically with the the Kamina with the glasses. Cool sun- yeah. yeah, with the Kamina glasses. Yeah, that show was gonna, awesome as a kid. Yeah, that was my first Pokemon, and I had like I remember when I played Pokemon Blue. Like I just fucking all I played was with was with Blastoise. So like I had a level 100 Blastoise and then like nothing else. I just went to the whole game like that. <laughs> you you, you beat the entire game with just Blastoise, basically. Oh, I got up to level 100. Oh. Just Blastoise. I beat the Elite <laughs> Four like 
I have no idea how many fucking times just to get to level 100. I think I did that with uh, Pokemon Emerald where I caught Rayquaza early. I did like this really shitty, annoying bike puzzle. And I got like a level 75 Rayquaza and then just used that to fight my way through the rest of the game. I did that with Red, actually. I traded like I caught a level 70 Rhydon in uh, what is it? The... Fuck, what's the sex? Cerulean Cave. Right. And uh, just traded it over <laughs> to my red oh. version and just like played through the entire version. Would not recommend that. Well, yeah, because it won't listen to you until you get like a certain number of badges. Yeah. So like half, just, like probably three fourths of my time playing the game is just like, this low figure out. This low figure out. Like, what yeah. the fuck? Shockingly, do something. Shockingly, yeah. Trading yourself a high-level Pokemon and then only using that Pokemon is not the most fun way <laughs> to play Pokemon. A video game based around catching a lot of and collecting Pokemon. Gotta gotta lean into those databases. Yeah. I never really got into like catching all the Pokemon though. I didn't either, really. And the cards, I did that. But the game, I didn't really. I just, hmm. I just had my favorites. I just collected them the cards for me is like a latent gambling habit because every time i'm like oh man i'm gonna get i don't ever play the card game i'm just always like oh man i'm gonna get something good and then either i do or either i don't or i do and i get like a dopamine rush which you know then fuels the addiction further (laughs) i don't ever actually remember pulling like good pokemon cards to be honest i was never a card person I was a very much a show person. Mm. It got to the point where I was also just dropping like over $100 on like booster boxes, which had like 60 booster packs in them and then just blowing through them and being like, I'm still empty inside. So this, is, just, this is not filled the void in my soul. You just had to scam some kids in your neighborhood. I knew some people who would do that. They were assholes. Yeah, but I scammed like kids that were like three years older than me. So it's fine. Oh, okay. And see, they were just like scamming like like kindergartners, basically. I knew a guy who literally just tried to take all of my Yu-Gi-Oh cards once because he beat me. And he's like, yep, now I take all of your cards. And then I told the teacher and he gave them back. I actually had a fucking kid. I had, um, I forget what they were called. There were some Pokemon cards that were like in Japanese. They were like uh, the Southern Island, Rainbow Island or something cards. They're like mm-hmm. a three-piece set. And you had, that was like the first card printing of like Mew Mew uh, yeah. Meryl and some other ones and I had those and some kid was like looking at them in a binder and the motherfucker like I, I can't I can't be that mad because I'm like fuck I wouldn't have caught that when I was like it's fucking second grade <laughs> but like dude like put them in like took them out of the sleeve right like at the, mm-hmm. the binder and was looking at them and then he like made it look like he put it in, but he slid it behind the page. And then when he picked it up, he slid it in his lap where I couldn't see it and like stole my fucking cards. I was like, what the fuck? Like <laughs> the ingenuity of some fucking people. And that kid's name was David Blaine. <laughs> I feel like David Blaine's not that popular. I don't know how <laughs> many people are going to get that fucking reference. Is uh, Penn and Teller still popular? <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I haven't really heard it. I you know I really like that bullshit show they did. Hmm. But I've never actually like watched like their their magic shit. <laughs> I don't know I if like, you ever I watched like, that. I like Foolus. Foolus is good. Foolus is also not anime. No. 
I mean, this is your, this is, you brought this up. You brought this uh, up. Yeah, but I didn't expect you to like just completely like say what you were going to say. <laughs> uh, I was going to say we could pivot <laughs> in, into, uh, into anime, talk about Shonen and Shoujo. So your, your most, your most popular video, your, uh, your fan service video. I don't know if that's your most popular video, actually. It it's my most recent, I guess. Um, my most popular is the "Why Are Shonen Girls Are Trash," and mm. then, uh, and then fan service. I think I am not sure. Let me go look. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta we gotta get see. this correct, Jamie. Jamie. Stop calling me Jamie. God damn it! Pull it up. You don't. What's the accused most popular video? Fuck you guys. Yeah, it's the it's the why Shonen girls are trash. Then it's my the first video that uh kind of put me on in AnnieTube was the anime recommendation guide. Oh, you got you got quite a few recommendation videos. You actually you actually care about trying to get people in there. Now that was my uh I guess because I. People, that was the first thing that people were kind of hooked on it within my channel. So I was like, okay, I gotta, I gotta milk that. I feel and like so. it's it's kind of surprising because it seems like you've watched quite a variety of stuff mm -hmm. that uh, a lot of people might not necessarily delve into. Like you, you mean you recommend like fucking Lane and um, what was another one? Like I mean, a Parasite and. Death Mart or Death Parade, shit like that. Yeah, you give you give some solid wrecks, I guess. <laughs> I, Thank you. Why do you <laughs> yeah, why do you why do you gotta add the I guess caveat there? Now, now you just sound like a cunt. <laughs> well, see, we can take it out in editing, and then it just sounds better. <laughs> yeah, these are nice recommendations, I guess. I said solid, S solid. Oh yeah, sorry, nice is too high praise, I guess. For <laughs> He had to humble me a bit, I guess. Yeah. That wasn't the intent, but <laughs> um, well, it's also—I mean, yeah. it's also like, what is that video? Gateway anime for beginners. Mm -hmm. So you're not gonna—you're not gonna like hit them with like, gosh, it would be like like a, a, an inappropriate anime recommendation for someone who's never seen anime before. Uh, um, uh, Dragon Half. Oh, that sounds kind of baller. Yeah, but you're weird and you're unreliable. <laughs> I mean, you want to get people into weird anime, you just recommend them weird shit. It's fine. Yeah. You, anything could be, really anything could be someone's gateway I anime. guess, yeah, like, that, that is the thing. Every anime is someone's first anime somehow. I mean, we, we, we try to cater to people, right? Where it's like, oh, you know, we try to recommend the most popular. I feel like the, we recommend the most popular stuff because, like, that's the stuff that people can talk about. Um, I feel like we might have talked about this at one point, but, like, when you recommend stuff like it's often like you want to share in that experience, right? So mm -hmm. like, I feel like when you recommend like a popular show, it's like, hey, this is the thing that you can kind of go into a conversation with, as opposed to like, I don't know, you recommend someone watch Scamper the Penguin. <laughs> Who the fuck's gonna know what the fuck you're talking about outside of the, us, like us two fucks? <laughs> yeah, no, I recommend stuff because I'm I'm tired of hearing people talk about why the latest Pixar movie sucks, and I want to be able to flex on them that I have better taste in media than them <laughs> by telling them why this random OVA from the '80s sucks, and then I get ignored. 
I wouldn't say like a random OVA from the 80s. Not that, that like sucks. No, there's no point. I don't think there's any point in like bringing up obscure media that no one's heard of and you hate. And therefore you're telling them not to watch this thing that they otherwise would never have heard of. It's reverse psychology. Oh, okay. You bring up something they never heard of. And then you're like, yeah, this fucking was horseshit. Don't watch it. And they're like, well, I didn't know what the fuck this was. You brought it up and it seems notable enough that you had to bring it up. And then they watch it. You know, so, that actually makes a lot of sense. <laughs> it's, it's, that's the, the, the life hack. The psychological. <laughs> psychological YouTube hack. <laughs> How to get um, 100,000 subs in three days on YouTube with this one hack. We were we were watching that that fan service video the other day. We were kind of going through stuff and taking notes or whatever. And uh, there was that part that you talk about, like the muscular characters that being a kind of more aimed toward like the male gaze, right? Yeah, it being like a very visual thing, um, which I I agree with for the most part. I think, like you said, I think there's definitely like a, an element where. Uh, there, there yeah, are women like, that like still like that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. But you, I don't think you really gave like any kind of specific recommend like uh, examples of like what you would say female fan service was. Yeah, so we were kind of we were kind of talking about it, so it was like <laughs> I wonder I wonder what your like take on that was. Um, I guess I was looking at fan service in like the most common way it was, uh, like it is kind of shown. <laughs> um and like kind of like what you would think I guess when you think of fan service in anime and female fan service I'd say um I kind of I talked I have a video where I talk about the male gaze is ruining anime for clickbait and stuff where I was mostly just trying to unpack both of them and mm-hmm. I I hikey would remake that today because I'm much more educated on it um mm. I guess but you know, I'll let it live there um, on my channel. But female gaze wise, it's kind of more. Um, it's the stuff. It's it's basically the opposite of the male gaze, which like male gaze is very visual, while um, female gaze is more. Uh, it's in between the lines, I'd say, well, from my knowledge. So. Mumi kind of like described it like this when we were talking about it yesterday or the day before is that like it's almost more like narrative based essentially. Yeah. We were talking like um it specifically came up because we were talking about there was something in Jujutsu Kaisen that happened recently where there was like like an older character beating up a younger character. And it was like he like pulled them up by his hair or something. Yes. And I saw a bunch of people <laughs> thirsting over yeah. that. I know exactly what you're talking yeah. about. <laughs> Which I've not seen Jujutsu Kaisen, so I was just like, "What?" I was, um, I was basing it. I was trying to base it off of like my ex, like when she, my ex would talk about stuff she got excited about, right? Mm-hmm. Where it was like, it would often be very situational stuff. Mm-hmm. So like, it's if to me, it see, it comes off like female fan service is more about like. The implications or yes. like the situation, like like yes. that this the pick that's exact thing you're talking about, the the dude pulling the hair, like 
it's mm-hmm. it's implications and like the the the, the way it's it, the it, it's, subtext I right. say yeah yeah mm. it's, it's the thing that gets your imagination going like oh it doesn't what? matter what they look like it's the what's happening yeah mm-hmm. it's not a visual thing um the thing i think of when i think about that is like the i forget what the the kobadon Oh yeah, the Cavadania. Um, yeah, where they put the hands on the wall. Mm-hmm. That's like a very what I'm kind of talking about. Like when I think of like female yeah, like the wall. Service. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, basically that. Yes, that that's basically what I, I that. Yeah, you gave a very good um uh, example. I I I I can. I have the heart, the shoujo heart. Sometimes, I can. <laughs> your entire your entire online persona is based around a magical girl character. Oh, that's oh, it's it's weird. Like I feel like maho shoujo and like shoujo in general are kind of they have overlap, but like I I wouldn't like put. Everybody that likes like magical girls, I do under the feel same like umbrella. there is a separation because I can see because I know people who like shoujo and I know people who like magical girl stuff, and I think a good way to illustrate like the division would be Symphogear. Yeah, because like I don't, even, you know, Madoka, right? Like Madoka yeah. is a good example too. Symphogear is like because like Symphogear is like was it like the Gurren Lagann a magical girl anime basically? Um, yeah, like Precure, Precure is a good example of that too, because like, there's not really like any kind of, I don't know, it's, I, when I think of like magical girls that do have like the shoujo elements and stuff, I think of like, uh, um, Himei-chan's Ribbon, like it very much is like very seeped in like a shoujo, more like shoujo slice of life romance kind of show, mm-hmm. and then it has like this, the magical girl element to it, um, that would be an example of something like that where you have like the the intrigue and the the suspense of like will they won't they and the relationship kind of drama yeah um and then like you have a little bit of that with uh i don't know like precure adorami where it's like the community thing i guess uh where they're kind of solving problems and like bonding as like a community um, but yeah, there's, there's definitely like a subtext of people that consume like magical girls, kind of like, a almost like, like idol anime or something where yeah, it's more about like the action yeah. of like a pre-cure or something. Um, I don't, I wouldn't, think, I wouldn't put them on, basically I wouldn't put them under the same umbrella, right? <laughs> like, right. Well, yeah. Like I said, there's overlap, but I think there's also like, they're not mutually inclusive. Yeah, you can't you can't say like, oh, I like shoujo anime. I watch Cardcaptor Sakura, and then I mean you can, but like, there's it depends on like why you like it, right? I like shoujo you can anime. Like I've seen flip flappers, and it's like I don't know if that counts. <laughs> flip flappers. I don't know. If, I don't know if flip flappers <laughs> even like comes close. Yeah, I guess it is a Yuri anime. I don't even know oh. what that is. That's like uh, a psychedelic, bizarre magical girl anime about yeah they go into like different every episode they go into like a different setting basically like there's an episode where they're in like a mad max style desert they're just psychological deep dives yeah they go into like a a haunted house where the ghosts aren't really the ghosts are actually nice and trying to help them but they they look (laughs) like ghosts so they're scared of them 
It's a fun. It's a fun show that messes with your head at the end. I would recommend it. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. One. It's not like it is a magical girl, but it's not like a magical girl in the same way as like a Precure. No, it's closer it's to something like Madoka. Yeah. Uh, okay. I mean, I was thinking of Madoka when you were describing it a bit. So. Yeah, I think it's very much inspired by Madoka and. Uh, yeah, it's, a, it's definitely one of those like post Madoka, post Nanaha kind of things. Yeah. There's a lot of post Madoka show. Mm-hmm. Um. What What would you say some of your like favorite like uh, shojo anime are that you haven't necessarily like talked about in uh, recommendation videos? Um, or manga even. I, um, I mean, I already talked about Fushigi Yugi, mm-hmm. very dear to my heart. Full Moon, whoa, oh, Shagashite, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Um, yeah, that one was the first manga to make me like cry. Um, that fucking like kills you too. Like it's not even like you literally. <laughs> that's like an ugly cry. Shit I was gross sobbing in the library. Um, did yeah, you watch the I anime only, for that one? I did, but they didn't. It's not finished, so I had to go to the manga. Uh, right? Yeah, well, it, the full moon anime is technically finished. Like it, it's got like a complete story, but I think the manga goes on longer. Maybe. Yeah, I. Went. To, I was in summer camp, and my parents got off work late, and so, and there was a library across the street, so I just walk there and read manga until like they can pick me up. And I was I was crying over full moon the moment my my dad picked me up. It was just you <laughs> saw that ugly crying in the corner. Like, literally, you imagine it was like. like a- as a father, would you just be like, oh, my God, something horrible has happened? <laughs> like, run up to your daughter and you're like, well, what's the matter? And you just point to the book. This poor child <laughs> has been abandoned. <laughs> uh, uh, other, people, like, other people who don't know you, like, driving by being like, why is that kid crying? <laughs> I ask because, like, the music, I feel like, in, in Full Moon. Oh, yeah. Really fucking hits, like. I, yes. fuck, I listen to like Eternal Snow now and I'm like, fuck, <laughs> I cannot listen to this. Oh, my God. I'm so glad that like you guys know these like these shows because I've never talked about them before or known someone that like can reference like even Eternal Snow and stuff. Oh, that's actually what it like, uh, you know, Joe pauses select. Yes. That's one of his favorite shows, too. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's on his three by three, but you wouldn't be able to tell. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, I'd also make a full moon video event. There's so much I just want, would want to talk about, but yeah. I've actually talked about that with Hayden. Like, we uh, we kind of talked, kicked around the idea of, like, making a full moon video. Yeah. Um, specifically kind of in the context of, like, comparing it to, like, other sh- uh, series that are similar to it. Because it takes a lot of influence from uh, Creamy Mommy. So like we were gonna do it in like that context of comparing it to that and um, Fancy Lala, which is a a '90s show. Um, yeah. Full Moon's like very much like a love letter to like those kind of Metro Girls shows. Um, like the whole you have like one year to live thing stems from like Creamy Mommy and like those shows. They did the year thing in Creamy Mommy. It was like you have a year to play with these powers uh, because that was the syndication of the show like it was only gonna run for a full year and then 
for 50 episodes and it ended. So like it's it's playing on that where it's like, oh, but it's like, oh, you only have a year to live. <laughs> but like, fuck, Full Moon was like so fucking good. I haven't been able to talk about it all of it much, but like that yes. it's, it's one of those where it's like you you don't expect for her to die. Right. Mm-hmm. And, but it like you're like, oh, it can't happen. It's a nice, cute, fun you know, kids show. It's not, she's not gonna die of cancer. Like, what the fuck? And then, like, <laughs> it goes on. And you're like, fuck. This might actually. What the fuck? It adds stakes. There's a there's a little timer. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's so fucking good. That's a that's a banger pick. <laughs> um, what else? I'm like, I mean, fruits basket, of course. Like, can't go wrong with it. Like. It's definitely a core show for me. Um, Oron made. Do you some. like? Um, do you like the original or the remake more? Um, the first basket. Yeah. Yeah. First Honestly, basket. I don't know. I rewatched the original so many times, and I have mm-hmm. it. It's, it's very dear to my heart, and I'm so happy that they got the original voice actors, most of them, for the remake because I watched it dubbed growing up, oh, okay. so I wanted to do the same thing mm. um, with the new one. And I get like cute aggression while watching it, <laughs> like. Like, I think I even, like, talked about, like, I, I've made a tweet before where it's like, you know how, like, bros want to, like, go to the gym after they watch, like, a shonen or something? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Like, they're, like, they, like, they're amped. Like, they want to be, like, um, when I watch Fruits Basket, I also, I, it makes me want to punch a wall. It makes, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, it literally, like, watching, I don't know, the interactions I want to like I don't know it it I can't my body literally can't contain how cute or something is like, I don't know. Are you one of those that like they see like their dog that's acting really cute and they like put it like they start trying to bite it? <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't bite my dog. Yeah, what the but... hell are you talking? What do you mean? What it's like it's kind of like, like the thing where it's like you see like a baby and you just you want to strangle it. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, I mean, you know. I feel like Sai gets on another level. <laughs> <laughs> no, you haven't seen like those videos where like people will, like have their dog like, oh, it's just so cute. I just want to, and they like put like put their like snout in their mouth. <laughs> like I bet they're gonna like bite it. You said you didn't watch cute anime, cute uh, animal videos on YouTube. I don't. I just get fucking just random shorts like like or meme like compilations or whatever, and I'll have it in there occasionally. This sounds this sounds like it's Even very caught. revealing of you and your preferences. Honestly, Shh, <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, I don't know. The one time I the one time I seen like someone like I don't know put a dog head in their mouth. It was like cooked. <laughs> that oh was horrifying. Um, well, it's better than uncooked. I guess. I, I, I guess. Yeah. Why, why is that on YouTube? There was an ad before it too, somehow. No. I feel like fuck YouTube in that regard. Like, oh yeah, they, well, they make like you whole... like have to be squeaky clean, and then like they'll put like some ad that's like trying to scam people on your Here's video. Here's an ad it's saying like, yeah, that you cool, should thanks. definitely still be taking ivermectin. 
No, it's it's usually like the AI voices that are like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Joe Biden or like uh, Joe Rogan or something. They're like, the government is trying to hide this from you. You are owed like it's like what the fuck? Like why why are you putting this on my content? Like <laughs> yeah, why is this allowed on YouTube? Well, it's because of paying money for it. And the reality is, YouTube doesn't make enough money. Beggars can't be choosers. So it's literally like, uh, yeah, let us take any ads. Uh, so if we want to pray, that's again, you know, they had like a thing where it's like you could now like promote your content on YouTube or whatever. But you could you could do that for a while. Yeah, but I feel like did they start pushing that like more recently. I don't know. I don't know if they start pushing it more. I mean, I tried it in one of our videos. It doesn't really work. All that it doesn't well. really work. <laughs> no, because it's because it's so broad. It's not like targeted advertising or anything. Granted, I didn't do like. A lot of money into it or something i was just like curious what it would do yeah but and it turns out it probably harmed the video more than helped possibly um but yeah anime anime <laughs> um <laughs> what have you have you watched uh or read nana or skip beat um i watched nana nana nana's a banger yes nana takes That's place like, in the same universe as what other anime is it uh golden time golden time yeah, that's Wait, weird. really? Um, I didn't know that. Well, the author of Golden Time, who is the same author as Toradora, put Nana. Um, fuck, I, for, I forget. Not Hachi, but the oh. other Nana um, mm -hmm. in as like one of the uh, fuck. What do you call it? the neighbors in yeah. the apartments? Uh, it's literally just Nana. She's just <laughs> hanging out. Shared universe. <laughs> like, oh, okay. I've heard a lot of mixed reviews on Golden Time. It's okay. Um, Coco's a fun character. I feel like uh, I feel like the 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 problem with Golden Time is uh, Tada Banri, the main character. <laughs> you have a, a weird triangle, and then you have the whole him having amnesia thing. Mm. But you like it more than Toradora, right? You still like it. You don't like Toradora. I like Toradora. Uh, yeah, um, I, I like Toradora a lot too. He doesn't. What? That's one of his favorite shows. I fucking, fucking hate Toradora. Oh, yeah. You added a fucking. Why? Why are you so passionate? I like it was okay. Is Taiga not your cup of tea? Yeah, come on, give, give us your hot no, takes. This is, this is what we're talking about. I don't dislike <laughs> uh, Sundari characters. I mean, I'm not like a fan of Sundari characters, but it's not like it would bother me that much. It's I don't. I think it's just more like. It was too frustrating for like, cause you know how a lot of romance kind of structure themselves where they're like, will they, won't they mm -hmm. and intentionally make themselves frustrating. Um, I feel like Toradora did that, but I wasn't like endured to any of the characters. Um, endeared. No, endured. I had to endured. endure <laughs> the <laughs> show. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like it, it was it was one of those shows right i hadn't watched it for years like it was on my radar it was like everyone's just it was one of those it was like a sure thing right everyone loves toradora uh all the tiger profile pictures yeah well like casuals love toradora that have watched like 10 anime that's one of their first elitist like toradora i mean there's like a whole group watch for it on like 4chan 
They group watch it every Christmas. It was literally so it's like a joke, being like even racists like Toradora. Yeah, every literally everybody likes <laughs> Toradora. <laughs> and so it's just one of those shows where you like from the outside, I had the perception like, oh, of course it's going to be good. There's right like it's just the worst it'll be like fine right like it's just one of those acceptedly consensusly good shows like legend of the galactic heroes like legend of the galactic heroes toradora same thing (laughs) the legend of the galactic heroes of romance anime and then i watch it and like every episode i'm like wow i hate this show more with this episode than i did the last one And it was like, oh, it was like the first five, eight episodes. Like, it was okay. Like, it was fine. I'm like, okay, we'll see where this goes. Kind of started dragging on. And eventually, like, I was actually watching it with my ex at the time. And she's like, oh, no, it, 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 it turns the corner in the next, like, the next arc or the next episode. It, it gets better. Because she remembered it from, like, 10 years prior. And so I'm watching, I'm like, when when does this get when does this when do I start liking this show? And then we like get to like near the end. I'm just like this just never got good. I just I just hate this show. Well, now that she's your ex, we need to watch it together. I'm just gonna be twisting your arm <laughs> no. the entire time. My opinion you is not going like to change. It. Would you rather? Would you rather me force you to rewatch Toradora or we watch all of the new Fooly Cooly? Uh. I'd rather do the Fooly Cooly because we can make content out of that one. Oh, no, I can, we, I can we, harness we can my con- rage. Well, come on, we can make content arguing about Toradora. Come on. We could. I don't know if I want to, though. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't do it for the views? I, you can. Okay, if it's, if it's like between Fooly Cooly and Toradora, what's going to get more views? I feel right? like it's Fooly Cooly. Yeah. Yeah. See? But these are mutually. We can do both. We can do both. Maybe, maybe, maybe if we get enough. We get, enough people get this want video it. to 500 <laughs> likes and we'll review Toradora. Oh my God. This actually got 500 likes someday. I would fucking. Just, <laughs> that would actually blow my mind. It w- yeah, it would. It would be a shock. Um, but yeah, not a not a fan of Toradora. Actually, I'm, it's interesting because like. I like stuff like Kare Kano, um, but generally I feel like the romance I like aren't really focused on the romance. Um, right, yeah, like, we talked about this. Like a lot of Yuasa stuff that have like romantic elements, like, uh, you know, like uh, Tatami Galaxy mm-hmm. uh, is, is not focused on the romance hardly at all. <laughs> It's well, your go-to like example a, is like Ursa Yatsura, isn't it? Ursa Yatsura, uh, well, that's one of them. Um, but like even before Ursa Yatsura or Orange Road, like those are the two I kind of think of now. Like Yuasa stuff, like Kaiba. Mm-hmm. I would say Kaiba is a romance, right? Because like it's about yeah. love. Yeah. Uh, in a, you know, metatextual <laughs> nebulous sense like it's just literally true love right like they love yeah. each other beyond the boundaries of their corporeal form of even of even their memories even their memories um but yeah it's not really like a, a romance in the same way as like a 
Boys Over Flowers or a a, a, I don't know, a skip beat or something. Um, well, like, then, he like, liked Full Moon, but I guess Full Moon wasn't really romance heavy. It's not. It's not. It's like, it's I mean, not. there's there's that stuff with Takuto a bit. Yeah, but it's not like the I don't I don't it's not I the like forefront. Romance. Yeah, right. Yeah, I like I like a lot of romance, but it's not the focus. Like, uh, yeah. I don't know if I you've agree. seen any of say Yatsura. I have not, but um, no, I I can see that. Yeah, it's 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 more of a comedy, but then there's like these really cute moments between like uh, Atsuru and Lum, that like um the my go to example is like there's an episode where like. Atu is just like sitting there eating a bag of potato chips while he's like reading a comic book and he's just being a lazy shitter and like not looking at the potato chips. And so like they get knocked kind of away from him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's just like looking at the comic book trying to reach and Lum is like paying attention to what he's doing. And like as she's like knitting something and she just like kind of slowly moves the bowl with her foot toward his hand. <laughs> and it's like cute little stuff like that, right? Like the cute... Yeah. Building on the romance stuff. Um, I'm all down for that. It's it's I feel like it's when the romance like focuses on the romance because it uh like it it the example I kind of think of for that, which I don't know if you've seen this, you probably haven't. Um Meisoni Koku um from uh, the uh, Rubiko Takahashi. Um nope. She uh the, it, that one's based on the romance, and to me, it I don't enjoy it as much as like a Yasuo's romance because it's it's focused on in the plot. So like the driving. About, oh wait, continue. Well, the the driving like impetus for the plot in the story is the romance. So it's like it feels like an inevitability, and it's just like just fucking get 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 together already (laughs) Mm -hmm. but it has to like come up with ways to construct a situation to keep them apart still and it's just like it gets really frustrating for me i'm just like okay i'm not like it it kind of will hurt characterization for me um like for that one specifically it kind of hurts kyoko's characterization where i just kind of get to a point i'm like you just kind of act like a bitch at this point like (laughs) <laughs> let's just let's just just get it over with get together it's it's a foregone conclusion just i'm tired of dealing with this shit like <laughs> he gave about, this a seven like, out of ten i did what about something like uh kaguya sama where it's like it's romance <laughs> but like it's it's a comedy yeah yeah i haven't seen <laughs> mm. i, I haven't have it. well it's interesting because I feel like there's like two kinds of romance anime and they're both kind of predicated on instability. There's something that needs to change essentially. So with something like Kaguya-sama, it's it's fundamentally centered around like the two main characters getting together. Mhm. But then you can have other kinds of uh like romance stories where the characters are already together or they eventually get together, but they can never just stay together. That would that wouldn't be interesting. There's not enough drama there. One of them has uh, to die. No, I mean you got like Ori Monogatari, like that's a cute, wholesome show. They're just a couple that do couple things. I guess. Well, is that, is Nobody that really dies. A drama, no. <laughs> I'm thinking like um I guess my go-to example of this in this little show 
this will show my hand both in terms of how little romance anime I've seen overall and also the kinds of romance anime I've seen would be Hawaiian Breeze. Oh, yeah. Hawaiian Breeze. Which is an anime. It's like a domestic drama about like a couple and they basically just end up splitting up because the guy wants to have kids, uh, but the uh, woman doesn't. That's and a good OVA, though. It is a good OVA. Highly, it's on YouTube, I think. That should that should be your next foray into romance projects. You should just do '90s shojo romance OVAs. Oh, definitely, yeah. Um, give a lot of recommendations for those. <laughs> you're you're an expert in those specifically. <laughs> yes, yeah, th- yeah, no, literally. Yeah. <laughs> these are these are the ones I've seen. Like '19. Uh, uh, it's not a shojo though. That's I guess it's not. Romance is romance in a way, but yeah. The... I had some. Uh, you had something uh, about uh, Love is War, Kaguya? Oh, yeah. I was just more wondering like, romance is, but also isn't the forefront of the show. So I was yeah. wondering if that was like something that like Boomy would like, what? Because you said that you don't like when romance is like the main thing, but it's like. Mm. What about that yeah, one? Yeah, it's it's. it's well, I know it's, the conceit of that one is like, they're they're doing this mind game of like I can't be the one. Yeah, to, to confess. Like, yeah. yeah. So it's it's a bit different in that regard. Mm-hmm. Um, the drama in that can be at, uh, at times a lot more like I guess facetious. Like it's like that's like the gimmick. It's, it's almost delivered with like a wink and the nod to the audience. Like yeah, this is kind of silly. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like um, that would be a different situation a bit, but I'm also just not really interested in Kaguya-sama. That's just valid. <laughs> just will about, probably uh, never watch it. A couple other anime I like that as well, like Takagi-san. You know, like the guy, mm-hmm. like, they eventually do get together because there's also like a spinoff series where they're both adults and they have a kid. Um, but it's like he can't confess to her until he manages to out-tease her. And then the same author has had another series based around the idea that like the guy would not confess to her until he beat her at Shogi. And she's really good at Shogi and he barely even knows how to play. And I guess that's kind of like the conceit. I feel like this is highlighting the difference in like shoujo and shonen romance. Yeah. Because I feel like shonen romance is like trying to broaden its appeal to where it's the appeal of it is almost not even the romance at that point. <laughs> like I mean, you got like Horimiya, but like, yeah, but Horimiya, like they get together within like the first six episodes. So yeah, there, there are probably exceptions that I'm just not mm-hmm. versed in. Cause admittedly, I don't know. I feel like I've seen a decent amount of romance, but like, I, I wouldn't be like, I would never try to like, posit myself as some kind of expert or anything yeah 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 but uh yeah there's it, it feels like a lot of times shonen stuff uh the focus like you said is not necessarily on the romance it's trying to like gear itself in a way where it's almost like it's it's like the romance is like a medicine and it's just like hiding it in your food and it's just like yeah consume <laughs> this consume this <laughs> what are we dogs I, I guess yeah i could see, i could see what you mean by that in terms of like I feel like there's they are structured differently, although I've not like seen or read enough like 
shoujo like romance manga or seen enough anime uh to to really be able to pin down what exactly those sorts of structural differences are see if you had watched more shoujo romance you would you would understand the female fan service thing better because it's like <laughs> it's it's constructing it's like watching these... the demographic for girl <laughs> thing would help but like anyway it's, it's structuring themselves where it's like you know what's the example like just i don't remember if this is like an actual specific example at this point but like out of like the girl's getting the girl has like an adversarial relationship with the guy or something and she's getting like bullied by some other girls in her class and like the guy like bursts through the door and is like y'all need to stop or something she's like oh my gosh i thought she he hated me but he's standing up for me. like it's the scenario it's the act of doing something yeah it's yeah the text the textual stuff subtext yes that's Close that's what, what the, that is um recently watched this movie i think it's called um after either of you know what the movie after Wait, is like on netflix i think it is on netflix now that it's so funny. The, but it's continue like, um, your point. Let's <laughs> say like a Harry Styles. Yes. It's literally a um I read adaptation. that when it was on Wattpad. Yes, it's an adaptation it of a movie. story on Wattpad, which is but crazy that to think The story about. on Wattpad is an adaptation or was made because of Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah. And Fifty Shades of Grey was made because they liked Twilight. Yeah, it's it yeah, that's like a whole <laughs> weird thing going on so that's 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 my level of insight into um uh <laughs> romance media that is made. not what it, what is not a, that is not what romance is <laughs> what, are you, what are you talking about <laughs> the yeah, being in an abusive <laughs> relationship <laughs> what are you what are, what are you telling what are you telling me like there's a difference between what was it like 365 days and full moon <laughs> Yes. God, 365 days. Now that's a that's a movie. <laughs> I thought you were I thought you were saying that the ti- movie title was like 365 days of summer. <laughs> like, like No, no, that's no no 365 days is the name of the movie. And basically a guy just kidnaps a woman and then says, "If you do not fall in love with me in 365 days, then I will let you go." <laughs> So it's just deranged. a Stockholm Syndrome movie? Yes. Yeah, no, literally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a movie based around Stockholm Syndrome. Well, it's like a it's like a feral version of Beauty and the Beast. When did that come out? That was, I feel like that was 2020. I remember it being like the pandemic and already. Oh, had interesting. Like a, let me see. It really just goes to show there's there's something for everybody out there. It really is. <laughs> I mean, like, because I ask because, like, there's a time uh, where all rom-coms were like, you need a bet. Can you lose a guy in 10 days? Can you make him fall in? Can I make this girl fall in love with me in um, 10 days or something? Yeah. Those almost sound like YouTube videos now. Take no. her to prom. True. <laughs> time, time, time for time for Mr. Beast to uh, change his content. Wait, format. do you think that's what what YouTube is gonna do? It's like it's kind of it's like a really deliberate like prank channel. Then 
Oh god, that would be. I'm gonna make this girl obsessed with me. (laughs) I mean, we're literally just describing pickup artist content at that point. Yeah. But now, but pickup artists in the form of like YouTube prank videos. It's just like pick, uses all these techniques to pick up women and gets it. It's like just a prank, bro. Just a prank. No, God, that's actually um, literally just uh, an episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> Thought I was interested. Got him. Like what the? F- Make <laughs> so, sure like, you smash awful. that like button. So, um, like I said, we put we put it in the thumbnail. I've not seen Jujutsu Kaisen. Mm-hmm. You two have. Mm-hmm. Explain it to me <laughs> right now. I don't because like it, it's kind of interesting because I feel like Jujutsu Kaisen I've seen is like the like poster child for like like anime shonen anime that doesn't really like sexualize its female characters at all. But then yes. I see a lot of people thirsting over the guys in the show not so much the women really but yes. i see a lot of people thirsting <laughs> over the guys in the show so so what's up with that as an outside as an outside observer as someone who's like just generally unfamiliar with the show is it just because like the guys are like overall cuter than the girls or like what's going on there um i think it's more the everybody in the show is attractive mm-hmm <laughs> In my opinion, like, but you can clearly see that um, a lot of the screen time is on the male characters. Mm. Um, But I don't know, like Gojo. I'm so sure that he's like made to look like he's from a shoujo. He almost like um, the images that we're seeing from like the thumbnail movie threw together. His like glasses and his eyes. He almost has like um, he almost kind of looks like Vash from um Trigun a little bit now. Specifically like the um, the new Vash, the new Vash. Yeah, the newer, I can like, see that. Fuckboy Vash, <laughs> Kirito Vash, Kirito Vash. Kirito's yeah, not a fuckboy. I feel like in line with what she's saying, like I feel like there's just more thirst trap content for the guys in the mm-hmm. show. So it kind of just becomes like a self perpet, like a sort of like um. Something like more so perpetuated by like the fandom than the, than the show itself. Yes. Okay. Well, it, it think, is perpetuated by the show. Yeah. Like I think it's very much like the guys want to be him and the girls want him kind of thing. That's why the guys are like I don't know. It's all collectively agreed within the community itself, hmm. in a way that these guys are worth these guys are worth thirsting for. <laughs> I guess <laughs> you did bring up an interesting thing about like uh, it's almost become like the poster child for like good female characters, and it's like they're good, like it's like they're fine, but it's like it's weird that people feel like that's like the only way to write like a good female character, or like yeah, that's just like the prototypical example they always bring up. Like dog, I mean, you can have like more fem like. I think I think the thing with like Jujutsu Kaisen girls is they're almost like asexual. Hmm. Like they'll talk about like their experience a bit. Um, there's like this bit. The, I think the scene that people typically like really enjoy is is when uh, I think it's Nabur- Naburo. Is that her name? N- is? Nabara. Yeah. Nabara. Yeah. Um, is is Hoser, fighting the Hoser fake fan. 
<laughs> Bitch, I got like 1400 anime I gotta fucking Thank you, <laughs> tourist. tourist Cancel them, cancel them, I'm doing them, good boys. to remember that her name is N-O-B something or other <laughs> This um, is the gatekeeping right now Yes Congratulations <laughs> Let's go, I finally You've sown, um, now you must reap No, like um, she's, she's finding like this witch character They're like mm-hmm. talking about um, The difficulty of being a source, a woman sorcerer in in the universe, in the show's universe, yeah. right? And she's just like, I don't, I don't give a shit about any of that shit. I just, I'm just gonna do what I'm doing. I'm just mm-hmm. grinding it out out here. Um, which is good. Like, I, I don't want to like make it sound like that's not like a, a interesting take. Like, that's definitely not something that's often tackled. But it's like I feel like people are hold, almost holding it up as like that is the way to write like good female uh, characters i don't know it feels really forced quote unquote but like i don't know when i think of jujutsu kaisen women i think of maki mostly from the jjk zero movie she's um, the one with the glasses right in the yes in the show yeah yes and I don't know, like, just the fact that the girls feel more realistic, I'd say. Like, they do do some fan service stuff, and, like, there are characters that are, like, like, uh, what's your ideal woman? And then, like, the main character is, like, I want a woman with a fat ass or something. (laughs) (laughs) And, but the girls immediately are, like, I don't know, it's not, like, hitting them with a book, or it's not, like, it's just, like, it feels this, more organic. It feels organic, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. It just it feels like uh, they were just written to. I don't know. Just actually be there to help rather than to um have just to, like diversity <laughs> of gender, right. I guess, in characters. Right. Like so, like literally, yeah. Sakura and Naruto. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's literally why she was added. Is like, yes. oh, you could get more female readers if you have a female character. <laughs> <laughs> you can get the edgy boys if we had an edgy boy character. Therefore, now we have Sasuke. Yeah, have that rivalry. Yeah, instead yeah. of like chicken, t- like ticking the boxes, it's like, yeah, no, yeah. like here are actual people. Yeah, in the context of shonen, Jujutsu Kaisen girls are are very much a step up from. Uh, Naruto or, or like uh, My Hero Academia My Hero Academia yeah I forget mm-hmm. I, I forget well to, I guess in fairness My Hero Academia I forget most characters exist there's a whole <laughs> yeah there's a whole subplot a whole romance subplot between Deku and Uraraka in, in My Hero Academia yes. to the point that calling it a subplot is an overstatement because it really just gets forgotten after a certain mm-hmm. point like it's completely abandoned um, it almost comes, comes more about like um, uh, Uraraka and uh, Toga after a certain point. So it's like, what was, what was your plan? I don't oh. like it's it's interesting because like people people focus in on the the female characters in Jujutsu Kaisen and like how they're presented. Mm-hmm. I feel like they're kind of more indicative of just the general like what makes Jujutsu Kaisen interesting Hmm. because like very much like how 
they're kind of like, oh, no, I, I ain't going to fucking worry about that shit. Like, that's kind of an overarching thing in the show where, like, they kind of take the... I, I don't... I feel like it, it could be mixed on how you take it because just judging from how you took uh, Heavenly Delusion... I haven't finished it yet. Well, I'm talking about, like, how you took... Um, oh, that, oh, like that, Heavenly the, Delusion. that part. The creatures, yeah, and yeah. how they were handled in... The, I feel like Jujutsu Kaisen handles them somewhat similarly. It's not necessarily the same. Like it, they there's a distinction in how like Jujutsu Kaisen acknowledges that they're like from innocent people. Like, like they're like Ina could probably explain it better than I could, but they're like people that have been like corrupted and like spirits in a way. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm confused on the point that we're making. So yeah, you said you hadn't seen Heavenly Delusion, right? No, I've seen it. So oh, I'm like, um, so context. Sai didn't like in Heavenly Delusion. It's like episode how, two or three, maybe four, where oh, they have like, like the mom. Yeah, of the in, in the end, it's like they, yeah. they kind of like are they kind of like set up like okay, maybe these like monsters have like more like complexity to them, and then they mm-hmm. immediately like rug pull, and you're like. No, no, they don't. No, they're just monsters. I'm like, that's that's annoying. I think like even more. You beyond, said you're like, not done with it yet, right? No. But I don't want to spoil. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> I think, there, I think, there's more to it. I see. Okay. Like, there is. There is. There is more to it. But I feel like his his problem is like how it's presented. I guess because um, mm. there is there is more to it, but it doesn't. I don't know if it necessarily changes the context of like how those creatures are like yeah. i just like the idea of just like ontologically evil monsters um i feel like jujutsu kaisen's creatures kind of fall into that but i feel mm-hmm. like it, it's refreshing in how it handles that to me as far as like coming off of like naruto and the, and the like where it's like yeah naruto is cool and all i guess for redeeming every single fucking person <laughs> After the talk no jutsu, yeah, everyone gives like, ta- yeah everyone gives talk no jutsu shit, but I feel like that that's like my kind of thing, honestly. I I really like <laughs> that sort of like theming. I I don't hate it, but like I it, it, I feel like Naruto just kind of abuses it a bit. I guess mm-hmm. um, it kind of undermines itself in some ways when it does it. Uh, Jujutsu Kaisen's kind of refreshing because like it kind of just waves off the pretense. Like mm-hmm. there, there, are, there are layers to it. I'm not saying like I'm not gonna say like oh, it's just it like almost oh, sounds like just... it harkens back to something like Fist of the North Star. Where it's like no, these guys are not, evil. I'm going to not kill them. Quite. It, it's more like um, it's it's very fitting that people talk about the like the dark trilogy or whatever the fuck because it is very much like Chainsaw Man. It's very much like Chainsaw Man. Yeah, mm. they have they have very kind of grungy feels to them in that regard. I feel like Chainsaw Man goes further with it though like it's just more yes. trashy almost yeah tra- I mean, Chainsaw Man is like full on like my three weed smorking girlfriends <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah it's Jujutsu Kaisen similar but it's like it's still very markedly like a shonen-esque kind of show like a it, mm-hmm. it still feels in line with um, like a Yu Yu Hakusho or um, mm-hmm. something like that it's not quite as far as Chainsaw Man um 
but it's 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 just kind of refreshing how it handles like it's uh the morality and kind of like the deeper context of it because like it like the you know the female characters are like no i don't give a shit about fucking you know gender norms or whatever the fuck i don't i mean i'm just gonna do my thing it kind of does that with the creatures where like a lot of them are just like yeah they're bad we just you know take care like there's nothing we can do about this point kind of thing and they just kind of they don't they don't overly convolute it at least from what i've seen like i don't i haven't read the manga so me neither yeah yeah, I've, I've I haven't even caught up. I, ca- I watched the movie. Um, I really like the show, actually. But you haven't caught up on season two. I, I've watched. Um, I watched the first episode. I think maybe the first two. But what? It's like one of those shows. Like I was the first season. I just binged it. So mm-hmm. like, it's, it's hard to like of, come back in a way. Yeah, like once it's finished, I'll probably just go binge it again. Like, mm-hmm. especially because yeah, like, I'm, I'm getting like, a lot of time off here coming up. Makes but, sense. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's one of those, like, kind of fun shows, right? You just go watch it and binge it. Yeah, it's shown in, like, its purest form in a way. Yeah, except more easily digestible than <laughs> jumping into 300 episodes. Of- yes. <laughs> Did you, have you watched or read, uh, what's that one? Um, Hell's... Paradise? Hell's Paradise. I have not. I tried, but like I couldn't make it past like two to three episodes, I think. Yeah, I don't know. It couldn't win me over. I think we're we're about to say it because we watched the first episode together and I was like, this is kind of fucking. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was like, (laughs) it's pretty, but. (laughs) There was a manga that like came out recently. Everyone was fucking like being like, this is the next. Like we had like a weird like ironic hype to it remember kagurabachi oh like before, oh before that yeah. first chapter even came out people were like this is good this is peak thick it was it was almost had like a um really explicitly we're comparing it to uh morbius oh because <laughs> it's like comically edgy i guess kagurabachi is the morbius of anime something along those anime. lines yeah how would um, you feel if you were the person that made that sh- like and just, <laughs> you just see everyone taking a piss. Like, what the fuck, dude? Uh, has this guy actually done anything else? Uh, it's something called Chain and something called Roku. These are just like small one shots, though. Uh, admittedly, I'm kind of old. I totally missed like the fucking jokes until like they're probably already like old. Probably already old. Yeah, I mean, this is this has happened like months ago. When did this start? September. Yeah, we're already behind the train on this. Jesus. But it was. It was just fun. I guess it's funny to me seeing like. I guess that's also what Shonen is becoming. You talk about like the the Dark Trinity or something, something like that. <laughs> I don't know. Like it's what one, was it's it like the Holy Spirit? I don't know. Yeah, it was like it was like Chainsaw Man, Jujutsu Kaisen, and uh, Hell's, Hell's Paradise. Paradise. Yeah, yeah. I like two uh, of those. <laughs> well, like, it's like is that what like Shonen is like morphing into now, or is it just like just kind of becoming like edgy edgier i guess edgier Possibly? and shorter even yeah like shorter, even yeah. demon slayer like it's it's also demon pretty slayer dark ended. and then yeah and it's also uh, i mean ending. hell's paradise i think ended before the anime even came out see that's that's something we can fuck capitalize on i don't like demon slayer <laughs> me neither retweet 
Let's well, go. See, I watch, but I like I watch. I want to like it, but every time I watch it, it just makes me disappointed and sad. That's that's the thing. I think because <laughs> like I watched Demon Slayer because it was like, oh, this is really well animated. And I was like, oh, it'd be a nice, like, fun show to watch with great visuals that I can enjoy. And I ended up like getting really irritated at it because it was like. It was like the thing about Naruto that got grading to me, except done executed even worse, hmm. <laughs> like which is so the like the redeeming thing. Right. Um, in Naruto, it it makes sense because they build it up as like parallels. And so like in the fight, like, you know, you look at like a Naruto versus Gara kind of thing. It's like the fight becomes like a vehicle for like the the conflict of ideals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, yeah. It, it has like these kind of parallel themes and all that um it's it's really it's it's pretty decent writing right yeah but then you look at like demon slayer it doesn't really do that it it, it tries to cash in on this pathos of like redeeming these fucking demon things but like it does it after they kill them The empathy, the backstory happens. Tanjiro's feeling things. Yeah, like that. uh, What it's like the the forest of death fucking thing where he kills the the giant fat thing. Whatever I don't remember what it was now. And it's like he's just a monster, and he fucking hate. Like there's no reason to give a fuck about anything. He's just like, oh, I ate your fucking uh, senpai, I guess. And then, like, he decapitates him. And it's like, immediately he's decapitated. It's like, oh, I was a... I, you know, I, I just wanted to be loved or something. It's like, what the yeah. fuck? Like, you're dead. Just fucking die. <laughs> just die. <laughs> and it's also like, oh, they... Well, I mean, every... I don't know. Because they made it a law, I guess, in Demon Slayer, it's like, oh, to kill a demon, you have to cut off the head. Mm-hmm. But ooh, guess what? Every time he fights a demon, just cutting the head off doesn't work. Ooh. <laughs> oh. So how would I, you then like? What was what differentiates that? Because I haven't seen Demon Slayer, but what mm-hmm. like what would differentiate that from like something like Osama ranking, which also like I often goes Osama. out of its way to like um like humanize a lot of its even its monsters, like those like dogs. You get like mm-hmm. a um you get like a, just a brief scene of them basically it's like oh no they're actually not evil monsters they're just hypnotized just completely like unnecessary but uh, it, I but it's still in there i really like stuff like that see i think with osama it's like osama ranking it's like they they do it to subvert expectation mm-hmm. hmm. more while demon slayer it's more to empathize and humanize a demon okay. i'd say while, like, my favorite thing about, like, uh, Osama ranking is the, like, the mom's uh, character. Arc, yeah, where yeah, it's we're, like, we're, yeah, wow. Like, yeah. Yeah, like, you were a bad mom, but no way. You actually, you're, you're, you're doing your best. You're, yeah, you're, yeah. She yeah. starts off and you think she's, like, this, like, evil, like, stepmother type character who's, like, prioritizing her Yeah, it's like taking our own her. expectations of her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. in Demon Slayer, it's like, oh, it's like these guys was, were actually he, just he good. He's trying and to you be a good them. brother. Yeah, I it's, guess it's, it's definitely <laughs> the execute because, like, the problem I have with Demon Slayer is like the redemption is specifically after the fight. Mm-hmm. Like the fight is ba- like 
essentially over. Like he right. literally decapitates them. And like the, the problem is like, it's, it's trying to, it, it feels like it's trying to, to like cash in on it's, this unearned pathos. Yeah. Like it's like, it's, it's oh. tear bait in a way. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It, like, Poor tear bait. Because like there's there's plenty of tear bait, like Anohana or something. Like that's cry porn, I would yeah, call it. Yeah, angel beats, yeah. Angel beats. But that's like the good kind of cry porn where it's like you go into it, you expect it kinda of, it 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 constructs itself pretty well. Uh Demon Slayer is like because like it, it it backloads all of that information. Like literally like the fight is over, he's decapitated. Which if you if I'm being fair to Demon Slayer the 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 rationale is probably like you know these these demon things are um kind of overtaken by this like bloodlust thing they've lost their humanity and it's not until like they're decapitated and like they're dying that they are able to like regain that humanity mm-hmm. so i i think i feel like there might be something built in to explain it but just the execution of it really irks me Cause it's, it's, I don't care. You just had a good fight. Move yeah. on. <laughs> it's like, if you're going to do this shit, do it during the fight. Like when it can have like build stakes. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so something like Osama ranking, like it doesn't really do that. Like it's like, uh, it you adds know, like, nuance or like depth in a way. Right. To like the it, chaos and conflict. Okay. Yeah. As, as opposed to like doing it after the conflict has ended. Mm hmm. Yeah, the problem is not that they're being redeemed as much as how they are redeemed. Yeah. I, yeah. I will say that, like, in terms of, like, because uh, I do still like anime where, like, there are, like, you know, just, like, evil monsters and stuff that are, and it's like, oh, yeah, no, they're just evil. But I think, so what got to me about that Heavenly Delusion part, and similarly with something like uh, like Little Spider Girl, is that mm. it kind of introduces it introduces the possibility that uh like these creatures could have like some sort of complexity they're not just evil and then it just does that or in order to like take it away from you essentially so that's that's where i tend to get annoyed because it's like well i don't find like i don't know uh, the goblins and goblin slayer to be very interesting it's like oh there's evil goblins all right i'm not really <laughs> upset by them just being evil if they tried to introduce a situation where it was like oh maybe they're not actually evil maybe they're like conditioned to be this way and then it was later revealed to be like nah nah they're just evil i think that would probably annoy me more yeah i guess there, there's a little more to heavenly delusion but i don't i don't know i'm interested to see where like you'll end up on, yeah, on I guess I'll I guess I'll finish it, and then uh, I would have finished there's, it for this episode had I known it would come. <laughs> there's another thing that I learned. It's kind of like a spoiler. I don't even know if there's going to be a season two. I went on like their Wikipedia, the show's mm-hmm. Wikipedia, to like look up like a character's name or something, and then I just got like spoiled. So don't do that. Oh yeah, that's happened. <laughs> that's 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 happened to me before. I think that happened with me to me with um. A lot of things, honestly, now that I'm thinking about it. Uh, and I actually won't even I won't even mention what those are in order to spare the listeners of like, I don't know, morbid curiosity regarding those things. <laughs> yeah, I guess I guess that's something I, I, I've i definitely had to learn is like, yeah, don't don't look up anything on anything you're ever watching if you don't want to be spoiled because wikis 
do oh. not care, and I they just will wanted just... to know her name. <laughs> it's the worst. I wanted to know a character's name. I, no, I wanted to know how old the character was, and then it showed me like their birth date and then their death date, and I was like, "What the fuck?" Thanks. That's literally what happened. <laughs> I will say, I think the Attack on Titan wiki actually has like spoilers like built into like parts of like the characters like stat page on like the sidebar mm-hmm. where we'll have like spoiler information click the reveal and say like, oh. that's that's the gold standard right there if attack on titan fans have ever done anything good for the world it's that <laughs> <laughs> um what would you say, what would you say your favorite shonen are like if you had like a top three Ooh, um goran lagan has to be there for me Okay. Um, I'd also say, um, hmm, maybe Inuyasha. Hmm. Okay, um, that's an interesting pick. What do you mean by that? I mean, people just don't generally pick Inuyasha. It's interesting. <laughs> it's one of the first, though. Like, it's it's some it's the one that popped in my head. I, I have a lot of love for Inuyasha. I don't know if it's like a favorite, but like, I'm gonna go with it. It was. Um, I mean, it was a big deal back in. Early two thousands, like in the West, I feel like it was almost on the level of like a Dragon Ball Z. I mean, Dragon Ball Z obviously eclipsed it, but like at the time, it was. I mean, it was up there with almost Full Metal Alchemist and shit. Full Metal Alchemist uh, is definitely also there for me, and Code Geass. I'd say. Not a not a Hunter Hunter fan. I also love Hunter Hunter. Um. <laughs> But I don't know. I think the most impactful ones for me are those shows. <laughs> See, I think that's probably why I like the new Shonen, like the the Dark Trio or whatever. Um, is it feels <laughs> like they're like of the lineage of more of like a Hunter Hunter and Yu Yu Hakusho kind of lineage, more so mm-hmm. than the the Dragon Ball lineage. Dragon Ball, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's well, so I- interesting to like. Because it's like, oh, there's a big three, and like those big three were definitely like, I don't know, they feel lineage of Dragon Ball in a way. Yeah. Really, but, I think they're all, because like even like Yu Yu Hakusho, like Hunter Hunter is very much directly inspired by like Dragon Ball. Um, yeah. But I feel like there's a, there's a, Naruto is inspired by Hunter Hunter, but it's like, in a, like it's almost got its own inspirations where it's like, mm-hmm. um, a fairy tale feels like it's inspired by Naruto more so than. Oh, Hunter I heard Hunter. a lot of parallels with One Piece and fairy tale. That yeah, that yeah. that yeah, Black that, just Clover that general... would be another one. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was very Naruto esque from what I saw, which is the the yelling. Then even Jujutsu Kaisen with Bleach, yeah. Yeah, well, Bleach is. I, <laughs> I feel like it's the funny thing about like Togashi's stuff is it feels like. His stuff was literally copied twice. <laughs> Cause like hmm. Naruto is is very I mean Kishimoto was a as an assistant on Hunter Hunter. And then he literally goes and just kind of makes something that's very similar to Hunter Hunter. Yeah, to the point that like, I don't know, it's interesting the kind of like similarities between Sasuke and Karapika. Well, there's that. Yeah. <laughs> um there's the <sighs> Um, the, the 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 hunter exam is basically just like the shooting exam. Yeah. yeah. Um, which I, I will give Kishimoto credit on that. That's that's actually written better than Togashi did. Um, at least as like 
more complicated. I don't necessarily think it was like supposed to be that complicated in in Hunter Hunter. So it's just like, it's not like it's a criticism. Or I guess there's like, like that aspect that um like Iwami and um, Orochimaru are kind of similar because they're both like disguised in the exam arc and um well in their respective exam. Orochimaru and uh, Itachi because he's fucking. Uh, Kilua's older brother, like Sasuke's oh, older yeah. brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's there's a lot. You got like the 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 spiders, which is basically just like the Akatsuki. Akatsuki, yeah. Yeah, there's the a lot quirkier. of quirkier. The quirky Akatsuki. Quirky Akatsuki. <laughs> there's a lot Come of there's a lot the of Phantom troop. We have a, a clown guy, guy who plays video games, um, a, a mummy. I mean, Nikoski had a clown guy. I mean, Rochibaro kind of looks clownish. I mean, come on. Yeah, yeah. And they got like a big plant. A big plant. You got a uh, dude that likes making birds with clay. <laughs> All kinds of weird shit going on. Um, and bunch then, of, and bunch then Bleach, of goofy fellers. And then Bleach kind of took a lot of inspiration from like Yu Yu Hakusho with the whole spirit mm-hmm. world and all that. So mm-hmm. it's like, yeah. Like I just made like two of the big three and got no credit for it. <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, I like that the new ones kind of feel like they're taking from that influence and kind of leaning more in the another direction than the big three. Kind of like a, kind of like did. a later Hunter Hunter, like more like a um like a York new kind of stuff. Yeah. Kind of art. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or Chimera Ant. Chimera Ant. Yeah. It was specifically, yeah. yeah, like especially like later Chimera Antark. It's just it, oh, it feels refreshing to me. It gives me it gives me hope that like I can enjoy Shonen. You know, you know, there's actually a, a, a pretty dark, a fucked up Shonen anime. Um, uh, Fist of the North Star. You know I that don't you like don't Fist like. Of North Star. <laughs> <laughs> you fucker. I feel like I could just piss off so many people with my likes and dislikes. It's you probably it's could. Yeah, we could probably just make like a what are those like a CBR articles where it's like top ten anime are great and ten that aren't. Just do like a video <laughs> like that. People can but just it's like bait deliberately the designed to upset people. Well, I mean, we do that anyway. We're not even like try- like. But imagine, like- yeah. So we don't. We do without trying. Now imagine if we did try. <laughs> You've, you you've don't seen know Comey. what we're capable of yet. <laughs> you've seen Comey can't communicate, right? Yeah. So what, I want your opinion. Because <laughs> I don't know. You probably haven't seen the short we made on it. But like in the short, the context of it is we're, we're, we're comparing it to like Bochi, Bochi the Rock. And I was talking okay. about um, yeah. how Bochi's representation of like social anxiety, I, I resonated with and appreciated more than something like Comey. Um, mm-hmm. specifically because like Comey is kind of slanted differently as far as its presentation where like since it's a romance uh, the character is like kind of pursuing as a love interest the social anxiety aspects have to be kind of presented in a, a lighter tone mm-hmm. and it just it comes off uh, it ends up coming off to me as like fetishistic because like it's not really presenting that's these... how I felt as well okay cool cool no, yeah, I, I agree. I agree with like Bochi being like such a great uh, example of like, I don't know, it puts how you feel into words. People like will argue in the comments like, well, 
uh, Comey is supposed to be like selective mutism and stuff. It's like I, I get that. It's just more like it's it's being presented as a problem in the show, mm-hmm. but it, at the, simultaneously trying to be like lighthearted with it. And so it just kind of doesn't like mesh together. Where like it being lighthearted kind of just undermines it being a problem for her. Mm-hmm. And so it comes off more as like, to me anyway, it comes off more as like just a kind of an excuse for Tadano to interact with her and then like <laughs> be able to help her and be in this like position. Yeah. yeah. Like that's kind of how I took it. And then everyone like, yeah. So that, I would that, say that sure that... does numbers. <laughs> yes. And, and this one will too. Um. <laughs> They're just gonna, it's the same fucking thing. Yes. You're just rehashing <laughs> just, it. We make the same short way. Um, so what I would it's say still is still a problem. Well, well it is because is, we got a lot of comments about this. And I will say, at least based on the first season that I've seen, is Tadano really pursuing Komi as a love interest? Because I feel like that, like, and based on everyone I've talked to about this, it's it, it really seems like that aspect is like, either just not present or so de-emphasized that like a lot of people don't really even think of the story that way. I feel like it's, it's just one of those like anime things where it's like, it's not, they're presenting him as like a nice guy. Right. So he's not, <laughs> he's not wanting to like pursue her. He's just helping her. So it's cause it's, it's, it's like that with a lot of, um, like you look, look, I think of like a love Hina or something. No one mm-hmm. would say like there's not a romance in love Hina or even all my goddess, right? But like, right? They, those characters are um, very much just like nice guys. You know, they're they're around them and they're just helping them, but they're not like Araragi and Monogatari. Yeah, exactly. Right. Exactly. No. <laughs> they're not overtly like sexual or but like you know there's an obvious like element of like oh she's really pretty so it's like it's there it's just not like overt but like it it ends up being the same difference any like the same result you know what i mean like yeah that's how i kind of i don't you know i have a different take um i think i also definitely was like oh i think this might just be a like there were moments where i was like i really went into it being like it's a romance anime until like i don't know there's a moment where i was like huh maybe this is just a slice of life mm-hmm. i guess because it's not really it doesn't really yeah i feel like the, those romantic aspects don't really go anywhere at least yeah. not the 12 episodes i saw mm-hmm. well i know kai made a video on it and is talking about the overt romance elements of it. I don't know how deep that is in the series. But okay. Kai's, but Kai's already been typing up a very long <laughs> reply. <laughs> Kai does really like this show. <laughs> he really does. He does not like so, me shitting on it. <laughs> Gotta have but him on and debate him about it. Um, it's just my opinion. Yeah, well, I guess I guess to bring that full circle, yeah, it just goes to show uh, having spicy takes really pays dividends at the end of the day, honestly. <laughs> you know what, what you know, uh, <laughs> what what you have to put up with in terms of harassment, uh, death threats, d- d- potential doxing, swatting, 
It's all worth it in the end. And that's the real moral of the story. Yeah, as long as you're getting paid making that bank. Yes. Get that what a takeaway. What a, what a, what a, what, and that's, the, yeah, what a, what a weird moral. We've never had a moral message in this podcast <laughs> for the, like, wrapping the it end, up. Just to tie it all, tie it all together, like, like a shitty episode of South, like just a regular episode of South Park. They all suck. <laughs> oh, you weren't tied. Oh, I thought you were saying something else. <laughs> no, no, no. no, no tie it all together. together. There is nothing to tie together. No, there's nothing to tie it. Well, uh, there's a noose. Uh, well, before we go, I feel like we have to mention. So you you talk about in your latest video, basically the the Jujutsu Kaisen community crack shipping stuff. Oh yeah. How have you ever seen the Willy Wonka X Howl's Moving Castle? No. Taylor Swift AMV masterpiece. No, is... please share with the class. What the fuck please. is crack shipping? Crack what... shipping is when you take two characters that have zero chemistry, <laughs> zero implication unrelated. that they, yeah, complete, like they could go as far as not being from the same show, or they can just be two characters that literally have zero like why would you think that could be a ship that ship so, will not sail mm -hmm. like um yeah so almost like like random basically mm -hmm. like that's, i have a crash awesome. ship from my hero for some reason hmm. um and then tiktok has gone even further by making a disney x jujitsu kaisen fan base of ships. <laughs> I yes. feel like this has been a thing for like a long time though. Um yeah, there was like one of Taiga from Toradora and uh what's his name? He's big Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey. <laughs> <laughs> I posted yeah. I posted the link to well, the fucking it's... Willy Wonka one. <laughs> It's good to have like like a, a a word to put to this. I feel like I've seen this like a lot on like DeviantArt and stuff. And my reaction has always been not like I don't know why uh, Grimace <laughs> from McDonald's lore is being what? shipped with Ryuko from Kill a Kill. I don't mm -hmm. get what's going. Oh I yeah, feel like Jim that... Carrey Taiga AMV. <laughs> that one's awesome. <laughs> I feel like it. it... It acts as like an interesting um, like glimpse into like how database like consumption is kind of like manifested in the West. Yeah, because mm -hmm. like we talked about it, like you, it's it's talked about a lot how like you can enjoy a character and like immerse yourself in just consuming a character. Like I think it, it, even your video on Gojo talk uh, talks about this, where like you watch like you take you what have memes about the character. Uh, videos like you, you just you almost consume that character outside of the work that they're from yes or like you're almost like forming your own image of that character in your mind it's a parasocial relationship yeah like that's that's basically what like waifu husbando kind of culture is right like mm -hmm. you're you're get your interpretation of this character um, yeah you're idealizing them in a way yeah so like i feel like this crack shipping thing is like almost like 
you're you're taking your two favorite characters from that you've now removed from their context, like the fucking Howells and uh, Willy Wonka one. Like that mm-hmm. she must just really he <laughs> could be either just really <laughs> likes Willy Wonka and just really likes Howell from Howl's Movie Castle, and is just like oh. They kind of have elements to them. They kind of walk similar. I don't. They probably get along, and then just as like convince themselves that they would be a couple in their head, and it's just like that's just their reality, you know. Like that's just how the characters are now. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. The TikTok one has gone is so far. Like, um, Kagurabachi's in it as well. <laughs> Um, here, like, from what from what I saw in your video, I almost feel like that has to be like tongue in cheek to. Uh, some oh degree. yeah, <laughs> like, uh, like the the Willy Wonka Howls one. I'm like, I don't know, that's probably legit. The one y'all were reading, I'm like, ah, that that might just be like <laughs> someone having fun. Yeah, very very fair. Yeah, I I feel like we had to we had to share the Willy Wonka Howls crossover AV. This is art. Before we before we left, it had to it had to be put out there. Thank you for giving me this. <laughs> I had to I had to share it with I had to share all all the un unsung gems with the world. Like just like even look at this um uh here, hold up. Uh, like, what is? I I don't know what's going on anymore. It it the the lore keeps growing. Um. <laughs> yeah, this really does just feel like reminiscent of like. Like playing with dolls as yeah, a kid. Yes, you know? it's literally but, like that. But now you're just giving a kid access to Photoshop, and this is what they've done. <laughs> Photoshop was a mistake. Photoshop was a mistake. I'll just wait for like AI stuff to really take off. And oh no! <laughs> make animations <laughs> no. with these people, <laughs> these characters. I can't wait for the the remake of Howl's Movie Castle and Willy Wonka x Taylor Swift. With them in the AI movie together. 